Welcome to the Short and Sharp Endurance Podcast. Easy Thrills has teamed up with FitSets to answer all of your endurance questions. I'm Tom Bell, and I'll be talking with legendary endurance coach Paul Skelton to take the guesswork out of your endurance life so you can focus on being the best athlete that you can be. So let's get it underway. Uh, so I'm back with legendary endurance coach Paul Skelton. And Paul, uh, we have another listener question sent in, and this one is, can you please explain math, what it is, the benefits of it in training, uh, and how long does it take to see results? And as an athlete, what um, results are we likely to experience? So there's a few questions bundled up in that one. Yeah. Um, I need you to keep me honest in this one and make sure I answer all those questions, Tom. Mm-hmm, so just, mm-hmm. just maybe check them off. Um, I'll also break this down into two because there's this math and there's what we call VT1. So just remind me to cover that as well. This could be a little bit of a longer one. Mm-hmm. So math stands for maximal aerobic function. So what that means is, is training, uh, training below math means that we are not stressing out the body. We are not creating a, a fart or flight stimulus in the body during the training. We're keeping aerobic. Um, the funny thing is our aerobic system only develops when we're training aerobics. As soon as we go anaerobic and high intensity, our aerobic system stops developing. Now, as our aerobic system, of course, is, is the foundation, it really defines how far we can go. Um, aerobic is really the most important training we need to do for endurance sport. So at math, we're staying below the uh, a theoretical um, boundary of, of what we see as being aerobic. Generally, math is calculated theoretically as 180 minus your age. Um, so, for instance, a 40-year-old, their math would be around about 140. It, have a look at, um, if, you, if you browse math or maximum aerobic function, function on, on the internet, there's some formulas around that. So if you've been ill or injured, you take off five. If you've been running unhindered for two years without medication, you can add five to it. So there's some flexibility there. But have a look on the internet. Uh, Phil Maffetone's site, it'll give you some specifics. So, yeah, math is basically 180 minus your age. Stay below that for 80% of your training. And, uh, and Paul, um, I heard you mention yeah. once before when we were training that you can't, when you're doing it, you can't also just take the average. So, if, like, I'm watching my watch, you know, I've got the smartwatch going. I can't just be like, I'm up at 160 and then I'm back down to 120. It's not the average over the session, like you sort of touched on there. We, it, we have to stay in that um, zone. So, that number and below for yes. pretty well the entirety of the training. Correct. So, as soon as we go over, what's going to happen is that your fight or flight. Uh, Hormones are going to get released, like cortisol, uh, uh, adrenaline, etc., and that will stop things like happening, like f- fat oxidation, which is part of aerobic. You know, aerobic means with air, so our body's burning fat with air, mixed with air as the primary uh, source of fuel. But as soon as we go above, we start our, our body starts shutting down the, the fat oxidation and moves in straight to a glycogen model, which is a fast fuel system. We can get more speed, but only for a short period of time. More oxidation, more stress in the body. So what we don't want to do is cross that line. Cortisol gets released uh, into our body, and that doesn't just disappear when you slow down. It'll stay in the body for a period of time, stop the, the fat oxidation from being promoted, 
Um, so and really hinders their development. If you, so if we go on a math, that's the, that's the uh, math run or an aerobic run. That's the benefit. That's the adaptation we're looking for. So we should stay there. Going up and over is just compromising what we're actually doing for that day. And you know, when we go anaerobic, there's another session that'll be in your plan that's meant to do that. And, and then we can actually push and maximize the adap adaptations of the anaerobic system rather than compromising both of them by, by staying in the middle. I like it. And so the the average time to see results, like you, if you, I'm guessing that means that, you know, we're looking to see that we can actually go, say, faster or say longer, you know, but still yes. in that uh, math zone. This takes time. There's no magic bullet in this one. And it really depends on your foundation. I've found, you know, I, I get a lot of athletes tested down at uh, a lab down at the Gold Coast, Jupiter's Health. Um, and when I have athletes coming in, the first time they go test, it's such a broad spectrum. Some people just burn carbs all the time, even when they, they, they you know, sitting on the couch, right through to the exercising. Others burn pretty much 95% fat when they're, they're sitting on the couch right up to you know pretty much all glycogen when they when they're sprinting um so you know if somebody's been a lifelong athlete and has been disciplined and has done a fair amount of aerobic training alongside the others they don't take a, a long time to start seeing strong benefits by really you know honing in on on good math training whereas Somebody who's really much, much, so much a glycogen burner, they're pretty much 95% all the time. They can actually take years to actually adapt fully. What can be promoted through nutrition. Um, what generally happens, us, we, we see benefits coming through after about three to four weeks of his math training, provided they link it to diet as well. They're not just fueling on sugar every single session they do. They'll start seeing benefits in two to three weeks. Generally, it gets locked in around 12 weeks. It starts really start starting to see significant benefits of doing this. The progress, however, doesn't stop there. It can go right through to two, two three years. And, and generally, you're just improving that aerobic system all the time. And it's just a, a slow, consistent improvement over time. After those 12 weeks, it's just steady. And it could be, you know, you know one... Um, or half percent every month, yeah, it's, it's that low, but it's consistent. Um, as long as you keep training, your, 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 your systems will keep improving until such time eventually it's going to plateau. Uh, but that could be years out. Years out. So it's, it's not a, a, a thing you can rush, and you're not going to become super fast uh, endurance runner, um, a sustainable in, in, in weeks, but I've seen people have turned it around from being a glycogen burner in 12 weeks to being a totally different athlete um, and seeing their heart rate way lower uh, than in, at the same pace, which makes it sustainable. After 12 weeks, I've seen significant differences in that. Mm, interesting. And, and you mentioned VT1. Yeah, so VT1, math is, is, is a theoretical, uh, so Phil Maffetone, doctor in the States, he's been doing this for years, and he's analyzed thousands and thousands of athletes to find out where those, those stress hormones start kicking in, and he's linked it to age because that's what, what his finding, that's what his findings were. You know, the older we get, the lower that, that aerobic 
um, hormone kicks in. So he's created that formula, 180 minus age, plus the adjusters, uh, based on experience and just antidotal analysis of loads and loads of athletes he's coached and it runs into thousands. However, uh, there are exceptions. Um, and I find through the testing, I've sent, you know, I've sent loads of athletes down to the Gold Coast and testing and I find this round about yeah, 10, 10%, maybe even less of athletes just do not align with that at all. And normally, pretty much all of them have been lifelong athletes. They've been very active people uh, and generally active from a uh, from the longer um, longer sports, either, even hiking, or just being very active people on their feet all day, or you know, marathon runners, um, things like that, um, where they've actually built up this tolerance where they can go a lot further. Um, I know there's there's probably three to four exceptional athletes of all of those been testing that are just off the scale and do not match that. Now, for instance, myself, yeah, if I take myself, uh, I'm 56 years old, so I should be running at about 124. When they test me in the lab using um, using a mask, uh, how much carbohydrate I'm burning and how much uh, fat I'm burning while I'm running, mine kicks over at about 138. So that's an extra um, um, 14 on top of what math would give me. But they are exceptional. Uh, um, of the uh, 30 or so athletes I've had tested, there's only three that have come back like that um, with, with, with figures like that. Some, most are within the range. Some, a lot of them, if they've been very much high-intensity training and with lots of sugar uh, to support it all the time, generally they'll be uh, you know, 10 to 15 lower than math. So VT1 is the actual laboratory tested um, maximum aerobic function. Right? Mm. Is it worth getting tested? Only if you feel math is just ridiculously low for you or um, you really just can't hold it and it's too hard for you. Then it's probably worth getting tested. If you feel that your math run is a good steady run um, and it's um, um, and you can basically, it's basically sustainable, um, yeah, hour and a half without any real breakdown, you're probably on the right mark. And it's probably not worth getting tested on that. Terrific. Terrific. Well, that's, thanks so much for answering that one, Paul. All good. Some great wisdom there. If you're looking to improve in the endurance arena, reach out to Paul Skelton at fitsets.com. He is a great coach. You can also reach him at his Facebook page, Fitsets. Now, also, some terrific questions sent through there. Keep them coming through. Uh, if you've got a question, send it through to the Short and Sharp Endurance Facebook page. And be sure to tune into the next episode, as the next question may very well be yours. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tom Bell, and I'll catch you on the next episode.